on today's sharing circle. There's a serious matter that we must discuss. And I believe that so far I've earned your trust in the things that I've put out. And I want to say excuse me for the passion that I'm about to display because it's for a reason. I want to help. Trust me. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Wyslicker. Follow me on all social media at Wyslicker. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, earn your chip. Here on the Sharing Circle, we discuss a topic in free form. No scripts, no preparation, just me speaking to you, the audience. Sharing some things that maybe I've seen over the past couple of days, past couple of weeks. Something that triggered me to want to speak about a certain topic. And that's what we do here in the sharing circle. So today I want to speak to you guys about. Quote unquote fantasy football experts and analysts. Because anybody can go out here and I believe most of these people are calling themselves experts and analysts. And they're just like me. They're just regular people that play fantasy football. But I believe that these people are constantly lying to you. And I'm not saying that it needs to stop or anything like that because that's what they do. They sell you on their products, but they lie to you in the process. It's sleight of hand. It's the lie of omission. For people who don't know what the lie of omission is, it is where you somewhat tell the truth, but you leave out certain details, which is actually lying. For instance, I can tell you that I'm a fantasy football expert, but I haven't actually put in a thousand hours of this shit. I can tell you that I've won multiple championships, but I don't tell you is that I compete in 80 leagues a year and only win 10 of them. This is what they do. It's the lie of omission. They tell you the truth, but they leave out the other details of said truth so that you won't look at it in a certain light. It's sleight of hand. They want you to look at it a certain way instead of looking at it for what it really is. Because if I told, if I'm a person that tells you that I've I've won several championships last year, I won I won several championships last year. This is what they say: I've won several championships last year. I won tournaments last year, but they don't tell you that they participate in hundreds of them, and they only win five to ten percent of them. That is not an expert in any field. If I am a plumber. And I only get 10% of the, and I only fix 10% of the houses that I fucking go to. 
I am not an expert plumber. I'm pretty shitty at my job. <laughs> like, you know, if I'm an accountant and only seven and only seven to ten percent of my clients, I've solved their issues. I've done their taxes correctly. I'm pretty shitty at my job. But these are the people that walk around and they say, I'm an expert. It's sleight of hand. I tell you, they, this is what they do. They don't tell you that they've been in hundreds of leagues. And they're lying to you on a constant basis. They're lying to you every time they open a fucking mouth. They're lying to you. They cherry pick stats to prove their point. Leave out the crucial details that you need to make an informed decision when you're in your dress. They give you sleepers, value picks, and all of this bullshit. And they do not implement those same strategies when they're in their dress. They tell you that they use this particular site, and they say it all the time because they're all fucking sponsored by Underdog. They always talk about Underdog being the sharpest fucking ADP in the business, and we go by that because all of the people that participate in this, they're playing for money, and they're taking this seriously. Well, excuse me, Mr. Expert, if all of these people are in here taking this seriously... Why are you doing your fucking mock drafts, your live drafts? These are your mock drafts. You're doing best ball style mock drafts, telling the people that this is who they need to be drafting in these particular rounds. Meanwhile, you are participating in hundreds of these drafts. You do multiples of them and you diversify your portfolio. That's what they call it when they're when they're just testing the waters because this is what they do yeah they're putting in five ten sixteen hundreds of dollars they're putting in dollar amounts but they're testing their theories they're drafting multiple different teams they're trying not to go over 20 percent exposure on a person you you can't have 20 percent exposure don't go over 20 percent exposure these people are literally telling you they're not even telling you how to win these tournaments. They're, they're pretending that they're telling you how to win these best ball tournaments. And they're using this best ball ADP to give you advice on redraft season-long leagues where you actually have to fucking set your lineup each week. They're lying to you. Every single time they open their fucking mouths, they're lying to you. They invite you into the fucking drafts with them. They've already given you all the people that they say, these are the sleepers, these are the values, these are the people you should be picking. If they're giving you this information and inviting you into a draft with them, what is the purpose of that? I'm telling you it's sleight of hand because they're not drafting the fucking people that they're telling you to draft. That is why. So they invite their listeners in and they have their listeners pick the players that they say to pick. And what do they say in the live streams with you or in the fucking chat box with you? What do they say? 
They'd be like, oh, you sniped me, man. I got to pivot to something else. No, they, they're not pivoting to nothing else. You, you, you might have quote-unquote sniped them, but they had other players that they wanted to get. Why does everybody in this motherfucker tell you the same value? Because they all use the same value players, the same sleepers, because they all believe in the same people, because they're all reading off the same cheat sheet. All of them. And they're lying to you. They're omitting, they are omitting crucial details that you need to make an informed decision. Case in point, I put out an avoid wide receivers avoid these wide receivers and the first name that i talked about was drake london people they're crucifying me they're saying no that's wrong because he was top 12 in yards per route run and that was he's in elite company with rookies hit rookie seasons elite company with jamar chase uh, Justin Jefferson, Odell Beckham Jr. You you are in a he was in elite company when it came to the production put out by wide receivers in their first year in their rookie season. This is what they're telling you. They're cherry picking stats. They cherry pick stats and tell you that this is what you need to be looking at. And all, but they're not telling you. Okay, this motherfucker did this shit. Super efficient. He's super efficient. I'll give him that. He was super efficient. But he did this shit without Kyle Pitts being on the field. When Kyle Pitts was on the field, his production went down by like 20%. But they're not telling you this shit. They don't want you to know this shit. But in the same token, they're going to tell you that B. John Robinson is going to come in here and he's getting all the fucking... uh, Russian work. He's going to be involved in the passing game, but nothing is going to happen to Drake London. Drake London is just going to get better and he's going to be the he's going to be a, a a top 15 wide receiver because that's where they're drafting him. Like, oh, he's going to be great. But they're also telling you that Bijan's going to be great. But they're but but they're telling you to fade Kyle Pitts, like draft all these other people above Kyle Pitts. But then they, at the same token, they think this guy's going to be great. This guy's going to be great. And Kyle Pitts is going to be, he's going to be middle of the road. But Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, we don't believe in him. He's, he's, he's literally the last quarterback fucking drafted. Literally. One of the last quarterbacks drafted. If, if he's even drafted. He's literally one of the last quarterbacks drafted. Why? Because they don't think he's going to last the entirety of the year. And then if they don't think he's going to last the entirety of the year, then why in the fuck will we think that these guys are going to be supportive? Oh, oh, Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke ain't even being discussed. He ain't even being talked about at all. In no fucking, no fucking way he's being talked about. And you want to know how I know this? Because I listen to the competition. And why do I listen to the competition? I listen to the competition so that I can make better product than them. You got to know your competition. I listen to the competition. I listen to, to 
dozens upon dozens of other fantasy football podcasts. And the reason why I listen to them is so that I can hear the nonsense that they say to you because they lie to you every single chance they get. They tell you, oh, man, look at look at how great Garrett Wilson played last year without a good quarterback. They cherry-picked the stat. Like, oh, look at... Look at what he did without Zach Wilson. All his games were incredible without Zach Wilson. Neglecting to tell you that these motherfuckers threw the ball 46 times a game. In what realm have you ever seen a Aaron Rodgers-led offense that's been thrown 46 times a game? You've never seen it. So we got to Dallas back and we got to say, okay, well, Garrett Wilson needs to be more efficient with this, right? No, they're not going to say that. They don't want to say that because they it goes against their narrative. Yo, he played well with bad quarterback play, and they love to say that. Bad quarterback play, he still played well. So imagine what he's going to do when he gets a good quarterback. They tell you all the time, yo, you don't want the players in these bad offenses or on these bad teams. Excuse me. They say bad teams. We don't, we don't, want, team, we don't want these players on bad teams. But if a team is bad, and they're going to be trailing the entire time. They're going to be throwing a lot. Why wouldn't I want the pass catchers in said offenses? Cleveland was terrible. Like, they didn't play well at all. But Amari Cooper was a top 12 wide receiver. So why wouldn't I want that shit? Right? They're telling you don't draft them. They're drafting these people in the fucking, but then they call them dart throws. We're dart throwing. You're not dart throwing. You're not dart throwing. You know exactly what you're doing. You're telling people to draft these people. Draft this person. Meanwhile, draft it. They're telling you to draft these people in the good offenses. Meanwhile, they're inviting you into draft with them. You're sniping them. Quote, unquote, you're sniping them. So you're taking the players that they told you to draft, and then they're drafting these people that they really want to draft, and then they're putting it out there. All of their free content, because they're trying to sell you on the paid content. I got to sell you on the paid content. All the free content is telling you the same thing. They're all telling you the same thing. And then at the end, they tell you, yo, go to my website or click the link to buy this fucking cheat sheet. That's going to tell you what I really think. Even though it's not what they really think, it's just tiered rankings. They just give you tiered lists where all of these people are, when they put them in tiers, they're all rated about the same. They believe that they're all going to score the same amount of points, which is true. That's true. But the way they rank them is bullshit. It's, it's, it's complete bullshit. They're just throwing numbers at a the board. They're just dart throw. They, they call it dart throws. We're just dart throwing. Yeah, you're dart throwing with your rankings. You're just throwing numbers at a board. But they're putting it in a, in a format where they're like, all of these guys, we believe are the same. We believe they're all going to score the same. So it's okay if you get any one of these guys. That's what they're saying to you. It's okay that you, if you get any one of these guys. But then you go look at them, and when you're in the fucking drafts with them, they're not picking the people that they said. They're not picking those people. 
And when they're telling you to pick said wide receivers is the greatest example of this. Because they always revert back to, and when you come, they give you these, these one-liners, these one-cherry-pick stats, and you come out, and you're in your forums, and you're on social media, and you're fucking regurgitating, regurgitating this bullshit. You're saying the same thing that they said, and then when somebody comes behind you and tell you the other statistics that go along with that so you can make the better informed decision they always revert back to the same thing especially with wide receivers well the quarterback play wasn't that good so once he gets a good quarterback that is utter bullshit we've already been over this we've done the research to showcase that elite quarterback play does not equal a top 12 finisher at the wide receiver position. It does not. It does not guarantee that. In fact, when I did the research and I gave you guys the episode, it was less than 45% of the time an elite quarterback churned out a top 12 wide receiver. The top 12 wide receivers were heavily supported by bad quarterbacks. We've seen this. We've seen it happen. People hate Kirk Cousins. They don't like him. He's not a good quarterback in most people's eyes. But he supports Justin Jefferson every single year. Justin Jefferson is balling out every single year with bad quarterback play. Mike Evans gets 1,000 yards every single year with bad quarterback play. DeAndre Hopkins, multiple years, was a wide receiver one, a top 12 wide receiver with bad quarterback play. Baker Mayfield supported Odell Beckham as a a top 12 wide receiver. He supported uh, Jarvis Landry as a top 12 wide receiver, but he's a bad quarterback. He's He's bad quarterback play. But they always tell you bad quarterback play equals fade this wide receiver. You shouldn't be going after this wide receiver. And then they will tell you, they will sit here and tell you, oh, but, you know, you could pick up this running back over here, Rashad White and fucking Damian Pierce. They're in bad offenses as well. But nobody's saying don't don't pick these guys. Oh, because volume is king, right? That's what they say. They revert back to the same bullshit every single time. Every single time. And it's only, they only do this shit for people that they like. They do this for people that they like. The people that they don't like, they make sure that they give you all the statistics, all of the positives, all of the negatives. But when they like somebody and they want you to pick them, and most of them all do, they all do the same thing. They want you to pick this guy. They want you to pick this guy so they can pivot and go pick the other guys. They're telling all of you guys, all of you picking the shit. All y'all picking the same people. Now, if all of you are picking the same people, and this goes back to to the fact that they diversify their teams. If all of you are picking the same people, why don't their ADPs move up faster? You're all picking the same people, and you're trying to get them picks earlier. 
Because they're telling you which round to pick them in. Oh, man, you got to get this guy in the sixth round. Well, if he was going in the late sixth at first, and I'm picking him, everybody's picking him in the sixth. You telling me they all picking him in the same in the same spot in the sixth? No, they're not. Their ADP should be moving, but it's not moving. Why is it not moving? Why is it not moving? It's not moving because they're not picking the guys that they're telling you to pick. They're letting you pick them, and you're picking them where you should be picking them or where they're telling you to pick them, and then they're picking somebody else. This is, this is what it is. Because they're diversifying their teams. None of what they're telling you is to help you win your redraft leagues. It is what they're telling you is to help you have a better chance in these best ball tournament style things because you're diversifying your portfolio. You're participate. They want you to participate in hundreds of leagues and all they want to do is get a 10% return on investment. That's all they want to do. Cause if you win one tournament, if you win once it pays for 20 to 30 drafts that you did. If you win once it pays for 20 to 30 drafts. It does. You can look at what the, the money that they're putting in versus the money that they're getting out of it. You can see this. It's, it's, it's pretty transparent. If you do the math, it's pretty transparent. But they won't tell you exactly how many drafts they've been in. Again, they won't tell you that they're only seeing a 10% win rate. They won't tell you that. They're lying to you. And you keep falling for it because all they are trying to do, they give you the nuggets that everybody else is saying the same thing. And, you, you, and you're listening to the shit because they know that you're not going to research it. They know you're not going to research it. So they, so they tell you that shit. You go, you regurgitate that shit all over the internet. Everybody's saying the same thing. They know you're not going to go research it. They know you're not going to go deep dive into it because you don't have time. You want to win. You're listening to them because you don't have time to research the shit. They know you don't. You're listening to them, and they're selling you a draft kit, a cheat sheet, so that you can look at real quick in your drafts. They give you a little bit of info, but it's the cherry-picked stats, i.e. the Drake London. He did this. Oh, my God. Did you see how incredible Jerry Judy was in this? They're telling you this. They're not giving you all the info. And the fact that they never mention points per week. They never mention that shit. Remember this. They never mention that shit. Whenever they talk about the finishes, they always talk about, oh, he was a top 12 wide receiver. He finished number 12. Well, in points per game, he only averaged 13 points per game, which would have put him at fucking wide receiver 36. They're not telling you that. They're not telling you that. Oh, the only reason why he finished as a top 12 because he played all the games. Of course. But on a week-to-week basis, if a motherfucker's only giving you 10 fantasy points and your fucking opponent is beating the shit out of you because his wide receivers, even though they were injured a couple of weeks, when it was time for him to play you, the motherfucking wide receivers was putting up 17 fantasy points, so he beating the shit out of you. What? Why the fuck do I care that this dude finished as a wide receiver 20, 21? 
when all he was giving me was seven fantasy points per week. Why the fuck should I care? I'm not winning because of him. He's mediocre. Okay, he played every fucking game, but he was mediocre every week. But you, but you up, you big up in him. You, you, you talking about how great he is because he finished as wide receiver twenty one. But he wasn't get, He was giving me seven fantasy points per week. What the fuck am I gonna do with that when my opponent is getting ten to fifteen? Oh, because he missed three weeks. He missed three weeks. Oh, he was injured for three weeks. Injuries count. Like, yeah, injuries count. I understand that. But if they're not missing significant time, why the fuck should I care? The average running back only plays 14 games a a year. But when they're missing those games, they're telling you, oh, man, he, he didn't finish the season. You know, you got to pivot to somebody else. Pivot to this guy who played all 17 games. He played all 17 games, and he gave me seven and a half fantasy points per week. But the guy who played 13 games, when he was healthy and when he played, he gave me 17 fantasy points a week, and I was crushing the competition because I had him on my team. They're lying to you. They utilize that fucking overall finish to make it seem like they're, the players are more valuable than they actually are. And in Dynasty, they do that shit a lot because they use it as tr- for trade logic. They use it for trade logic. They also use the ADP for trade logic. I don't give a fuck that this man is going in the first round because he's younger than everybody else. That shit don't mean a goddamn thing. Yo, is he fucking putting up fantasy numbers? Is he helping me win fantasy championships? I do not care to, like, and this is how they they get you with that shit. Like, I do not care to draft T. Higgins over, uh, let's say, who's like 27. I can't even think of anybody right now. But I don't care to draft a wide receiver too. Instead of putting a name to it, I'll say I won't. I don't care to keep drafting a a low end wide receiver two or a high end wide receiver three over a guy who's finishing in the top fifteen every year. I don't care to do that. But they will do that just because he's younger. Oh, he's younger. He's twenty three years old. Okay, he's twenty three years old, and the best he's given us was a. Was a wide receiver 22 finish? This is what we're looking at? We The best he's given us was a wide receiver 22 finish. He's 23 years old. The last two years, that's all he's given us. He gave us a wide receiver 36, a wide receiver 22 finish. And then he gave us, in his third year, he gave us a wide receiver 18 finish. That's the best he's done. Meanwhile, I got this guy over here who may be 26 years old, but every season he didn't play, he'd been in the top 15. Why wouldn't I draft this guy first? Nope, we're going to draft this guy over here because he's younger. It's bullshit. It's bullshit and they know it. They know it's bullshit. But they use this shit to tell you to go do it 
They're not doing it. They're not doing it. You've seen it when you've participated in leagues with them. They're not doing what they're telling you to do. And the reason why they're not doing what they're telling you to do is because you're doing it before they can do it. And they know this. They know you're going to do what they told you to do before they can do it. And that's all a part of the plan. The part of the plan is, yo, I don't really want to do this shit. I'm telling people to do this shit so that I can win. Because they're out to do the same thing. They're out to do what you're not out to do. You're out to win your championships. That's cool. Even in your home leagues, you're out to win your championships. But what they're out to do is make money. How do I make money? I make money by participating in the leagues and beating my opponents. But I participate in hundreds of thousands. of that. They, will not, they don't do no free leagues. At you, I can guarantee to you. If they do a free league, it's one league that they've done for like 15 years with their buddies from college or whatever. They've been doing that one. But every other thing they do, they don't do no free shit. None. And you want to know why they don't do any free shit? Because they can, they can pump money into it because you're paying for their stupid-ass draft kits. They can keep pumping money into it. And they can participate in hundreds of leagues and only need a 10% win rate. That's all they need. And they will brag to you about it and say, I won $100,000 last year playing fantasy football. And they'll tell you that I only recycle my winnings back into to the thing. Yes, you've done that. You've done that. But you consider yourself an expert with a 10% win rate. It's bullshit. It's bullshit and you know it. I'm like, well, talk about the championships that you won then. That's what they'll tell you. I won championships. We've all won championships. All of us. We've all done it. Because the other lie that they won't tell you is that fantasy football is a lot of luck. It's a lot of luck involved. Injuries happen every single year. You could draft the person that gets injured. It happens. It's a lot of luck to make it to that finish line. It does require a lot of skill as well. But no matter how skilled you are. One bit of unluckiness can take that all away from you. And it happens every single year. And this is again why they diversify their portfolios. They will tell you. They'll tell you that truth. They'll say, oh, you know, don't have over 20% of people in your best ball league. But this doesn't help you in your home leagues, in your full-on redraft leagues. It does not help you. They are not here to help you win those leagues. I guarantee you they're not. They're here to make money. And they're making money off of you by telling you to buy their draft kit, by telling you to look at their rankings, Buy, buy this cheat sheet that shows my rankings, and you're going to win. They give you no context behind it. They get, in the context that they do give you behind it, 
is just one cherry-picked stat because they don't have time to do the research. That's what they say. They don't have time to do this. But they have the... Everything that I research here, I find on free sites. So it takes me a lot longer to find things. But you can purchase subscriptions to things like PFF and Pro Football Reference and Draft Sharks and all of these other websites. You can you can purchase their memberships and it will in in all of this data that you're looking for is compiled in one place and all you got to do is type in a couple words and it'll give you everything in order the way you need it to be so they can find those stats very very quickly I'm not able to do that I got to sometimes I have to do the mathematics on my own sometimes I got to do I put a lot of research into this they lie to you and tell you that they're putting hundreds of they're putting hours of research into it it doesn't take you hours of research to put into this shit, man. It don't. Especially when you got those tools already in those, when you pay for them, when you do those paid subscriptions. I've done free trials of these things just so I could get some, see how quicker I could get the research. Yo, I can get that research way quicker by paying for those subscriptions, but I can't pay for those subscriptions because they're, they're a lot of money, man. I can't afford that right now. I'm honest and transparent about that. But there are a lot of places where you could get all of your research for free. And that's what I do. I go and I research everything for free. It takes longer. It takes a lot longer. So when I tell you I'm putting in hours of research for the shit, I'm being truthful with you. When they say they're putting in hours of research, they're lying. They, they are not. They went. For their paid subscriptions that you paid for. You paid for them to be able to have these subscriptions. And I get it. Yo, I understand. These guys got a lot of resources because they, they're being, you know, they got the money because they have the support. I appreciate the support that you guys give me just by listening to my content. What I love for it to be in a position that they would be in, this is not jealousy, this is not hate. I would love to be in that position. But I still would be of the mindset to not cherry pick or lie to you about things. I will do the same amount of research the same way. I will do the same things that I'm looking for. The same things that I'm looking for that help me win. The same things that I tell you to look for to help you win. I will still be consistent with that. And I think that is the difference between myself and the quote unquote fantasy experts that lie to you. Just so they can get you to buy the draft kit. Hopefully you'll continue to listen to me and I will continue to earn your trust. I want you to win your leagues. I want you to win your leagues. And the reason why I want you to win your leagues is not because I want you to buy my draft kits because I don't have one. Not because I want you to visit my website and buy my cheat sheet. Because I don't have one. If I ask for your support. I'm asking for your support. To be able to give you better content. 
or to give you more content. If I asked for your support, that's what I would be doing. And I'd be true to myself. Just like I asked you to be true to thine self. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. I will see you guys on the next one. I'm out.